This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, buddy, it's hour two of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3. The fan, Zach Wolchuk, has your NFL news of the day. Zach. Thank you very much. The big news, the Panthers have their man. It is Dave Canales, the former offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is going to be the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers, according to Adam Schefter. Panthers are hoping Canales, who is 42 years old, can do for Bryce Young what he was able to do for quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, He had his second interview with the team yesterday, met with David Tepper and their new GM, Dan Morgan, and Morgan has some rapport with Canales. They were together with the Seahawks staff from 2010 to 2017 when Canales was the wide receivers coach. So we'll see if this ends up working out. I mean, certainly it could be good news for Bryce Young. I don't know if it's good news, though, for the prospects of the Bucks re-signing Baker Mayfield. I mean, this was kind of the guy that was able to get him to perform better. Now you got to go searching again for a new offensive coordinator that you believe can try and get the most out of Baker again if you want to give him a big extension, which is the latest rumor. Man, it's a tough spot to be in, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to figure out kind of what this guy, uh, what this guy's about. Where did he fully like garner his reputation as an offensive stud but I mean what he did for Baker Mayfield this year I think it was uh Mina Kimes that I saw making him you know play much faster getting the ball out much quicker than Baker really ever had in his career and helping him avoid being sacked as well um you revived him on a team that was supposed to be rebuilding yeah yeah so that's that's interesting right there I uh I'm looking forward to seeing how this one shakes out because that's a that's an all-in move with him and Bryce Young and Bryce Young being a smaller-statured quarterback like oh. Baker. I mean, I guess I can see some similarities. Yeah, I think a lot of people, his notoriety came with what he was able to do for Geno Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask people around the league about him, they're like, it's amazing that, he goes, this guy evidently is pretty sharp, but, man, he's got something where he can make these quarterbacks that everybody's given up on that don't think are any good. He kind of finds something they're good at. Gets the most out and, of them. And, and makes that shine for that player. So here he is, back-to-back years. Where you know he's he's kind of worked on <laughs> he's worked on two different uh, quarterbacks that everybody kind of gave for dead. Here you go, yeah. go go find a way to fix Bryce Young. That's their hope there in Carolina. We'll see if that hire works out. Honestly, yeah. Now that I think about it, we keep talking about Demar Hamlin, obviously, and Joe Flacco. But what about Baker Mayfield for comeback player of the Hell year? Hell of a season, no doubt. You end up winning a playoff game, get to the divisional round, and now you end up might be in line for a payday. I think Baker's definitely got to be in that conversation. You're 100 percent right. And now uh, Dick Fangio is set to become the new defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's not a surprise. We kind of heard that yesterday. This was kind of ironed out already when he uh, left Miami. I know, Brad, you were just talking off here, and we saw some yeah. stuff yesterday, too, on social media. Dolphin players not exactly upset with the departure of Dick Fangio. Maybe there was a little bit of friction 
in that defensive room. I know Javon Holland, their safety that they drafted out of Oregon, posted a video where he dropped uh, a pair of rocks and kicked them. Like, get the hell out of here, coach. We're not going to miss you. Oh, the old kick rocks, coach. Yeah. Okay. Pound Sand's another good one you can use. He's got this face that he looks like an old curmudgeon. I wouldn't imagine probably he's is. fun to play for. Nah, probably probably that way. But you, I mean, what's really interesting is you've got uh, 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 the, the agent, uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Oh. Drew Rosenhaus coming out, and he's got a lot of players on that, Miami, on that Miami defense, and he's basically putting out there that none of the players like playing for him. Yeah. There's several players that – and maybe it's his guys. I don't know. I think that's kind of a – you know, so I, think, I, think, I think Philadelphia, the people in Philadelphia, all of a sudden are like going, oh, geez, what do we just do? Kind of a it's thing. It's a good move considering the the issues the Cowboys offense have had against his defenses. Does, the, know, Eagles I mean, if, now if become, filthy, does the Eagles now become a 3-4 front? Do they play 3-4 defense? I, and I don't know. I mean, well, I Hassan kinda, Reddick's built for it. That's for sure. Yeah, but what else they got? Do they have the base edge? They that, got Carter. Who, who's Nolan a big Smith. Boy. I think Jordan Nolan Davis. Nolan Smith's edge. I mean, okay, so you got two outside linebackers. You got outside linebackers. Who are your defensive ends? I think Jordan Davis can be the five tech. Would Jalen Carter be a nose or would he be? I think Carter would be a nose. Yeah, probably so. So Jordan Davis is big enough for it. I think he, yeah, Jordan Davis is big enough to be an end in a three four, don't you think? Yeah, I just, I was just kind of curious if that, you know, if they're going to have to do an interesting question because like guys like Fletcher Cox don't really fit that if he wants to come back. Brandon Graham, Brandon Graham's too small for that too. Yeah. So well, uh, in in terms of fans, did they have the inside linebackers because they got smaller. Their linebackers are bad. They're, that, they're, that was a big issue for yeah. them. And uh, in in regards to Fangio being a bit of a curmudgeon, uh, <laughs> there was a quote from Bradley Chubb, who has been with Fangio for a while in Denver for many years, and then now uh, this past season with the Dolphins, he was on Good Morning Football at one point during the season, and and the quote is. Uh, somebody asked if I'd ever heard him laugh, him being Fangio. And he's like, looking back on it, I don't think I've ever heard him laugh. Not once. I've seen him smile and stuff, but that's our goal for this year. Get Dick to laugh. That's a direct quote from one of his players who's been around him for like years and years. He's like, I haven't seen him laugh not one single time. Has anything been funny enough to get him to garner even really a chuckle? Just about a smile is all you can get from old Fangio. Well, Fangs. That's, yeah, no doubt. And we were wondering what would happen to Kellen Moore after the Harbaugh hire there with the Chargers. The Browns have requested an interview with Kellen Moore for their offensive coordinator job. Uh, the Chargers are expecting to let him speak to other teams. Tom Pelissero also reporting the Eagles are requesting to interview Kellen Moore <laughs> for their offensive coordinator job as well. That's great. Man, I, I would feel pretty good about that one. If, Kellen, too- Moore, if Kellen Moore wants to go to Filthy... I'm not going to be upset about that. Man, I saw one of those. I might write him a recommendation letter. Send it on up to Howie. Another photo reemerged. Just appear on WIP and just start singing the praises. Oh, this guy. Let's go to Eric Chiafalo. He's on a... 105.3 105.3 The Fan. You guys, Eric, thanks for being with us today. Great hire, boys. Great I'll tell you hire. what, man. This Kellen Moore, you guys are going to be excited about this. I'm, I'm, I can't I can't say enough great things. Do about you like it. stop routes? Man, yeah, that still shot of the playoff game against the Niners at AT&T Stadium in the wild card round where he's got Connor McGovern out there running a curl route. Yeah. Uh, that reemerged today. I was like, damn, I didn't miss that this year. Yeah, you know, when your season's on the line and you're desperate for something huge at the end of a game, you, you, you might have your running back snapping the ball. No I mean, doubt. it's just it's, it's a constant surprise <laughs> with the young offensive wizard that is Kellen Moore. So, 
Jim Harbaugh, now the head coach there with the Chargers, it's great because we're going to get the brotherly reunion next year. Uh, the Ravens are set to play the Chargers at SoFi Stadium at some point in 2024. So the sibling rivalry will be renewed between Jim and John Harbaugh. John's 2-0 and against his brother, but Jim's going to try and get revenge next year. Uh, I saw this resurface via NFL Films. Jim Harbaugh, who of course used to be a quarterback in the National Football League, Bears, Colts among teams, he talked about his welcome to the NFL moment. The music that they've got playing underneath this to me was just hilarious and listening to him talk, but it's not your typical welcome to the NFL moment story where you get smacked by a player and you realize this is the NFL. All it took was just a couple of words from sweetness. Well, um, before I played my first preseason game as a player, my rookie year, I was uh, sitting by my locker and Walter Payton came up to me and asked me if I was nervous. I said, no, I'm not nervous. You know, it's just preseason, you know. But I, I really was nervous, very nervous. And, uh, you know, almost like to the point where I thought I was going to throw up in my helmet just sitting there. And and uh, and Walter said, I get nervous before every game. I, every game I get nervous. And then I take my first hit and then I'm fine. And uh, then I got up and, and walked away. And uh, that, was, that was very profound to me. Wow, Walter Payton, you know, gets nervous. And uh, that's okay. And okay, then I did man. throw up. And I threw up all <laughs> inside my helmet. But you he walked get, away and he made me feel better. Get comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable. I like that. He He's a, a puke in the helmet guy. And as Mark Schler told us about our front runners, uh, our, our team likes to S in their helmets. They do S in their helmets. Just in the playoffs, though. That's yeah. absolutely true. That's just a special occasion situation. I did like Lamar Jackson when he was asked about facing Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. He said, quote, I don't like competing against him at all. End quote. He's definitely a great quarterback, definitely a Hall of Famer. That's a no-brainer. But it's not like Lamar's trying to pretend, yeah, this is great, man. I'm so pumped to go up against Patrick Mahomes on the other sideline. Let's beat the best. No, he ain't sugarcoating this. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather play against, hey, name the quarterback, Aiden O'Connell yeah. from the Raiders. Yeah. See, it, Give me that. That's honesty right there. Yeah, at it's some like, point, oh, no. iron sharpens iron. No. no. Give me all their players out. Yeah, I, no. I, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> you want to see those teams throughout the course of the regular season? Yeah. Just bec- just so you can get ready for them in the postseason, like the regular sure. season leaves the Cowboys totally unprepared. Sure, apparently to try to stop any good passing game, as we saw against Green Bay. Yeah, but once you get to the playoffs, yeah, give me the easiest path. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I'd like to be able to tell my kids I went toe to toe with the greats and won the championship. But if I got two, three rings, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who we beat in the playoffs or the yeah, championship. Doesn't matter. Well, from goat to goat, uh, Tom Brady has defeated Patrick Mahomes twice in the playoffs, in the AFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl. He's the only quarterback outside of Joe Burrow to be able to beat Mahomes in a postseason game. And he, of course, has his podcast weekly with Jim Gray talking about just what makes Patty Mahomes so damn great in mm. the postseason. He's an incredible competitor, and I think it's on display in the biggest moments. So I, everyone, I got a lot of questions for the game. What do you think? It's at Buffalo. And I said, I think I like Patrick. He, he doesn't doesn't phase him. He doesn't care that it's in Buffalo. He wants to go out and play who's ever the best to see how he matches up. And he always seems to play his best in the big moments. And you know, even the Super Bowl where we got him in when we were in Tampa, he was, you know, he was running all over. He ran for 450 yards, you know, horizontally across the field in order to get passes off and there was kind of an onslaught of pressure, but he still in those moments was giving his team a chance to win. From his athletic ability, his tenacity, his competitiveness, he's got so many of the intangibles. So beyond his ability to throw the ball, run it when he does, he had a great run yesterday. I think he's got these intangibles that everyone believes. And I said it in the third quarter yesterday, as soon as Casey took the lead, it felt like, 
Buffalo's got to go. Oh God, Oof. this is not the game we wanted. We we didn't want to be in behind three in the third quarter, and they took the lead, and then obviously the, the the game turned out the way it did. But he's a fierce competitor. They got a great team. They got really well coached. It's been a great organization. Five, six AFC championships actually in the last six years. That's that's pretty impressive. It's damn impressive, and it's true. I mean, we we've talked about this. It's able to we're just able to separate you know some of these quarterbacks from the great ones. Mahomes certainly. Maybe the only great one we have going right now, uh, but it's just, he's so cool and calm. Like when you're looking at him on the sidelines, even if the Bills had have made that field goal, yeah. was there a doubt with how much time was left that he was going to put them in field goal range to then win the game? Yeah. Like because, that's just how he is. Yeah. There was doubt. You had some doubt? Yeah, I had some doubt because his receiver would have lined up off sides. <laughs> well, no, but t- Tony was out. That was the that was the best part was he was inactive somebody for else, the game. Somebody else would have taken his but spot. MVS was playing out of his mind they, yeah, in the they, game. They, 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 Travis something, Kelsey was was something, something, turning back the clock. Nah, nah. So you guys are yeah, you guys are, nah, you're giving him too much credit here. Something would have happened in this game that would have just totally something he, would have happened. Uh, yeah, McCole yeah. Hardman maybe fumbles and it's a touchback. Bingo. The curmudgeon over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, you it's got Dick Fangio. It's Brian Broaddus. You guys know you get you think you know it all, but yeah. you really don't. No, we don't. You should have known that last Friday. <laughs> you should have known you don't bet against Mahomes. Uh, yeah, it's the last time I do that. Picking against Mahomes. Although I think we're drawing. Are we no. drawing? Did we choose to draw? I don't know what we've decided. I'm scared See, of it all. I, I drew my team. What, what I ha- drew it. What happens is these players get put under pressure, and l- what's Luca do when he gets put under pressure? He yells at people and complains, Point, and lashes out, others, and you has know. a smoke. So when you get put under that pressure, <laughs> yeah, he steps right? outside. He for needs 10 a smoke. That actually explains a lot. Maybe Lucas having nicotine fits late in the second oh, half because he hasn't had a stogie in three hours. <laughs> I mean, what about the all, patches? Let's, let's double up on the patches hey, or something. The patches can be a lifesaver. My man. man's got the shoulder. He's like, no, I don't need the patch. I, <laughs> I smoke. I don't need no stinking patches. <laughs> he, he's got the like. He's twenty four years old. And he's taped up like a Christmas present. You ever seen all that? <laughs> They're all nicotine patches. What the hell? <laughs> They're covering up the nicotine patches. They absolutely are. He's my age. The poor guy. Put him in the ground, man. <laughs> Somebody texted and said Andy Reid did the same thing in Philly. He deserves more credit. I, I think we give Andy Reid a lot of love. I mean, I think he's the best coach in football. I don't know who's you not. You see getting... Andy eat cheese puffs. It's impressive. This is an impressive stat, Wait, though. what is it about Andy eating cheese puffs that's impressive? He can, he can Does he, he doesn't drink chew. it. He doesn't chew. He just puts them in his mouth. Just, it, it, just, it just melts. <laughs> he just lets him melt. He just melts. Does he just stick them in his no, lips like, and he just like. I was with Andy oh, the Senior Bowl. He had. <laughs> yeah, he just takes the giant bucket, the he four does. pound bucket he of does. cheese balls, he and just douses pa- his face. He gives himself a Gatorade yeah, bath. He, he had, just unhinges his jaw. Let's yeah, all he had fall the in four there. pound bucket. He opened that thing up. He said, You want some? And I'm like, No, man, I'm good. Was, okay, great. These are all mine now. Let me yeah. get some of them nuggies. Well, uh, he has a 5-0 and record against his former assistants in the playoffs. He just beat Sean McDermott, who's a former assistant of his, again. Sean was a film guy there, too. Yeah, and well, he's got another one with John Harbaugh, who, of course, was with him, as you know. We brought him there. Michael Lombardi brought him to Andy. So yeah. he's looking for a perfect 6-0 and record with a win in the AFC Championship game over the course of his 25 seasons against his former assistants. Kind of like a Saban-like run against his former uh, coaches that worked with him there, but... We'll see. Can Mahomes and Andy Reid do it again and get to another Super Bowl? There's your NFL News of the Day. Wouldn't bet against him. Two days in a row. 
What's that? Good dismount on the Let's nice go! job, old yeah. Chuck. I think, it yeah, up. he was he was worried that you were going to jump in there with. Okay, coming up next, he was worried about that. Want to make sure we, so were we got in there quick. Boom, quick. Right on, right on. I think I think it's how you you called him out and traumatized him for it the other day. Three days in a row, I'm pretty traumatized. Nice. Been good. Okay, going on. We got the most unique contract clauses in sports history coming up at 340. Cowboys Twitter. Were any of you responsible for giving a Cowboys girlfriend a mental breakdown? We'll discuss that next in the uh, G-Bag Nation and the fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, here. It's uh, time for a little bit of Cowboys Twitter. Uh, Top tweets going viral about America's team. Some of the biggest topics out there on social media. I do have a text I want to ask you guys about. I had a pretty immediate response to it, but uh, truckwreck.com fan text. Would you guys trade uh, Dak and CeeDee Lamb for Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. Is is there anybody that would say no from a Cowboys perspective to that deal? I mean, I think we could get it done with Patrick Mahomes and Jake Ferguson. It's about what it looks like from Chiefs perspective. He might need a runner. But, I mean, what that guy is doing and making up for shortcomings on their offense, and he has a way of elevating his game in the biggest moments to make the biggest plays. And I'll, I'll tell you what. Mahomes has been a starter for six years. I think if he'd been a starter for the Cowboys for those six years, we would be sitting on three more championships right now. So, yes, I will lose Dak and CD and figure out a way to get new wide receivers there. Dude, yeah, you could throw in no Micah. Brainer. You could throw in throw, yeah. in throw in any player you want. Any any. I mean, there's borderline not a cap on draft picks either. I mean, it is you just, just come into my grocery store, take Anything you want, go into the back. We haven't even brought it out for our customers yet. Take that too, and just leave your Mahomes at the doorstep. Is is he the player that would have in the NFL that has the most value? Yes, for what you could get for him, no yes. question. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think the Chiefs is there anybody would, close? I mean, C.J. Stroud is probably, you know, he might get a ridiculous haul. From uh, from some teams right now, based on the contract he has, how if, young he is, and the, the season he just had. If Joe Burrow wasn't a hurt guy right now, yeah, yeah. Bur- Burrow's in that conversation too. But the injuries knock that down, you know, yeah. a little bit for sure. Josh Allen obviously is a guy who would garner a buttload. But there, it, it's still you, really just Mahomes. Can you? But give, Mahomes is in a tier. Mahomes is unlimited. all alone. Can you give me a player that's not a quarterback? No. 
that comes anywhere close to that. I, I think the that, only guy who's that's... The, who's the player... Would Micah be that I guy? I think Micah's no. in the conversation. Not not what Mahomes would get, but no, no. non-quarterbacks. No, no, non-quarterback. The I non-quarterback mean, that non-quarterback. would fetch the most assets in a trade. Yeah. Yeah, it would be Micah, okay. maybe a Miles Garrett, and a TJ Watt, I think would be in Micah would get it on age right now. You know, he'd get, he'd get two first rounds plus. You know, but I, I think Patrick Mahomes would get four first and four seconds and he the Chiefs would still be getting ripped off yeah like the Dak, Chiefs wouldn't do yeah. Dak and CD from Mahomes no. they'd laugh at that no offer. yeah that'd be a joke there's just no way that you trade because I, I think there's just nothing more important than the, that quarterback who can elevate you um it, at it, some yeah. point I'd be willing to do it like if Patrick really wanted to leave to go play for the Cowboys for a couple of years but the hall would be so good that we'd be in a Jimmy Johnson type situation with the great train robbers yeah yeah I I, I think it would be fun much like the Nick Saban show where he goes around like bar rescue and fixes franchises or fixes programs in college football you know if Pat Mahomes just had to every year he had to switch teams yeah. And just like see, like just as an experiment of just yeah. like how does how does this go? Yeah. And how can you make teams that are in the cellar of the sport and where hey. can you get them every year? Maybe you're not getting to the Super Bowl with every team, but like the difference in the team the year prior to the year you have with Mahomes is probably so night and day you couldn't even see straight. If they if they had cap space, I guarantee they'd they'd be very close, if not in the Super Bowl. Just by what Tom Brady was able to do in Tampa. They're like, oh, we, we got Tom. We're going to spend a little bit of money, and bang, here we go. Segment here, Cowboys Twitter, brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel. Free consultation. 214 or 817 Go to truckwreck.com, Brian. What, what would you at? draft if you had the first overall pick? What position for the Cowboys? Right now? Quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. Quarterback? Think, yeah, I think quarterback. Yeah. You might not get this opportunity for another 40 years. Yeah. If you're lucky enough to be there and there's a <laughs> yeah. generational type talent, <laughs> so you, you take guys, him and you trade your veteran quarterback. Okay, absolutely. If, if, if Caleb Williams was the the number, if he, he was the number one quarterback on your list, you, would, you guys would draft Caleb Williams? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. And not even look back. As far as what I know now, you know, I do a study and see if if uh, there's things we don't like about Caleb Williams or other quarterbacks we like more. But I'm taking a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think there's yeah. three guys that are really, really good in this year's class with Jaden Daniels, who I yeah. think is phenomenal, and Drake May, who I also think is it can, can be a really, really good pro. But Caleb Williams is unique, and I don't know that anybody's ever going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I think he is in the league of his own. But when you just talk about raw talent, people will say, and, and Cliff Kingsbury is one who's been with both that Caleb's the only guy he's ever been around that has Mahomes, uh, Mahomes-esque skill level. I mean, with, with what he's able to do with his legs I and would with be, his arm, he's special. Yeah, who said that? Which coach? Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, that's that's what I wanted to hear. That's what yeah. I wanted to hear. Yeah, he's got a pretty good eye. Yeah. Well, he's he's been with both. Right. That's yeah. what I'm Coach saying. Coach Mahomes yeah. at Tech yeah. and then was yeah. just with Caleb this past yeah. year at USC. Yeah, the physical traits are, are obvious. They jump off the screen. It's all the other intangible items about Caleb Williams that I think are really the big question marks. Up but, next in Cowboys Twitter here. Sorry, Chief, didn't no, you're interrupt good. you right there. We go uh, with the Cowboys, but also TCU. As Haley Cavender, the women's basketball guard, recalled having a mental breakdown after she read comments attacking her appearance on social media. And when the news became public that she and Ferguson were dating. I was in Forever 21, she says, having a great day with my mom and Hannah. And I got this post and just started looking at the comments about my face. Mm. I'm a confident girl. When people are saying stuff about you and you have, uh, if you have a boyfriend and someone is talking about you online with your boyfriend, like coming at your features, I'm like, this is new. 
And obviously, Jake's a great guy, but you don't want to be called ugly on the internet 24-7 and your boyfriend sees it. That's not going to make anyone uh, feel good. So I had a mental breakdown, but that was a while ago. I'm very confident and comfortable sharing my relationship because Jake was very loud and proud about it. He was always like this, uh, so it made me feel very comfortable and confident sharing him as well. He's a big part of my life and will continue, so it's not something that I want to keep private. I go to Cowboys games, and he'll be at my games. Okay, if you want to go check out uh, maybe Jake Ferguson, dap him up. You just got to get to a TCU women's basketball game, which has been quite a story uh, last couple of weeks here with all the injuries and the walk-on players. But then you add this Haley Cavender thing. That's just a troll. You got to know, I mean... You got good features, you know. It just sucks, you know. If if she can't be self confident, you know, I feel I feel bad for the rest of us. Yeah, that's, a, that's at least a solid nine out of ten. You got to you got to stay out of those comments, man. Yeah. That, that that can make uh that can make anybody. I would imagine you get a hundred compliments. It's the one bad one that just yeah. sticks with you. Yeah, because she's basically famous for being. I mean, obviously, it helps that she has a twin sister and they're basketball players, or whatever, in college. But their level of attractiveness is what allows them to be the influencers that they are so she's she's got much more i would imagine in the comments that are favoring her than uh than what are negative but those negative ones as you said you you think about those a lot more and the level of harshness like i'm sure yep. any some some of those examples are probably downright super super mean so they're going after her because she's a boyfriend of a cowboy player they're just, they're just, it just opened her up. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. it opened her up yeah. to a whole sea, you know, new sea of people, and then the judgment rains down. Yeah, I you just, know, she was introduced to drunken cowboy fans. Yeah. Uh, up to this point, her life was being a, a social media darling yeah. and a and a basketball star, and she probably got a lot of positivity. And then she walked into drunken cowboy fan land. Yeah, and the Cowboys lost a game. They decided to go after her because they can't handle their emotions. Sure, you know I don't know how we can't get that level of angst and emotion inside the stadium, yelling at the other team on third down. Mm. Somehow, all of the Cowboy fans that have that level of toxicity in their fanmanship, they don't make it into the game because that would be much louder. Tell you what, man, we've learned this here lately. Cowboy fans are turning on Cowboy fans. Yeah, they really are. You know, and it might be this whole thing with, you know, with the quarterback situation and stuff like that. But, man, you never, you never, it's unusual that a fan base turns on another, on their own fan base. That's what we got going here in Dallas right now. Uh, She said she'd never heard ugly before and it effed her world up, uh, says the 817. Show them a picture of your bank account there, bud. It said I was ugly. Oh, my God. Just show them a picture. Can you believe them? Just show them a picture of your bank account and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that's a pre- that's pretty amazing that's what social every- media. If that's the first time you've ever, I you yeah, know, that, that's I, I, what I'm so, saying. If that's, you're in the public eye, there's yes, somebody out there yes. just trying to get a reaction. Yeah, they don't even mean anything they say. Yeah, there you, you know, go. like this dude in the eight one seven who's been trolling Wolchuk lately. Huh. You know, he DM'd me and said, "Hey, I don't mean any of this. I'm trying to get Wolchuk. Is he that upset?" And I was like, "No, you're gonna have to try harder." Hey, watch your mouth, woman. <laughs> I tried to get better about it. Uh, by the way, Hannah's single. Yeah, Hannah. Oh, she the just sister. yeah, the, the sister. She's in town too, and she just had an, an LTR that uh, that uh, ended in long term relationship. Oh. <laughs> LTR. I was reading on TMZ. What are you doing, dog? I'm like, okay, how about LTR? It? The hell, are you talking to? <laughs> okay, uh, biggest decisions in free agency for the Cowboys. I really wanted to make a bigger deal out of this. I thought it was worth some good fire and brimstone Man. from your boy, but. Uh, 
you know, maybe you've got enough of that. So I'll just I'll just roll into this quite calmly. But I, I do think we have a clear measuring stick for how good the Cowboys are at team building and understanding what it's going to take to win with Dak. Anybody that knows anything about the line of scrimmage has told us, whether it's Brian Broaddus or Baldy, your run game's only going to be as good as the center. If you bring back Tyler Biotish, I've seen enough. I'm packing up the possibilities of being optimistic about winning the Super Bowl until at least offseason 2025. Who's with me? I'll co-sign that. You got to have you got to have a new center in here, and it's got to be a big upgrade. I mean, you guys, we, we've been talking about it plenty. I mean, that's the most important position, I guess, outside of your left tackle. But my gosh, when you look at all the great offensive lines, they got they got legit bona fide centers. They um, love yeah. to sign their own guys, though, because it, it further justifies their strategy. Like, yet yeah, we drafted another one. Look at this, bro. We got him third round. Here he is, fresh new big contract. Everything's working out. They do that. They're done. Ski Wolchuk, what do you say? I'm with you, and I think that the reason I'm I'm even more sold on that is when you were watching this draft, there's a lot of good centers. It's there like are. every single center we're putting on, I see good qualities and good traits about them. So, and, and there's some physical, there's some grit, there's some nasty. Some of the things we've talked about, this team needs to do. You know, like I thought Tyler Biotis, two years ago, I said he was the most improved player on the team. I believe that. This past year, the consistency was a massive issue. He'd have a good game, then he bounces back by getting his ass kicked, by being overpowered. And I think that that is a massive situation. You can't upgrade over Terrence Steele because you're locked in on a contract right now. And we got to just pray he bounces back, at least from a run-blocking perspective, next year as he gets further removed from the injury. But you can't upgrade at center, and they must do that. Brian? Totally agree. And there's a lot of centers to be had, right? At least a few. Several. Several good ones. Yep. In the draft. Yep. The uh, the eight one seven actually says uh, she's not the baddest on the team, and uh, I, oh, I, I I did a quick Google image, and I there's no lies detected at all. It's a talented group out there, those uh, student athletes at uh, in, in in Fort Worth. All righty, uh, uh, in general. Coming up next, Chief, right. where are you taking us? All right, uh, in honor of Jim Harbaugh trying to do some uh, some contract uh, goofiness with with Michigan. Uh, I have in front of me the most unique contract clauses in sports history. We'll bring those to you next year in the nation. Thank you very much, Lucius. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, hope you're having a fantastic day. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll be jumping into the C-Note, the Cowboys news of the evening. Could you be ready to take stock of the positive developments from this Cowboys season? We'll see what, uh, how ready we are and you are coming up in 15 minutes. Right now, it's the Chief with the most unique contract clauses in sports history. Jim Harbaugh, just shortly before 6 o'clock Central Time last night, inked a five-year deal with the Chargers of Los Angeles to become their head coach. Now, some people are texting in, what, what are the financials on this? I don't know. Maybe Broaddus could do some digging there. Gang of seven, scratching and clawing, football guy, insider. Harbaugh and I share the same agent. Okay, well, there you go. I don't know if I can get that information because Don Yee does work for me, and I don't think it's a client privilege. Oh, yeah, you can't cross streams in that industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, nonetheless, we'll try and get to the bottom of it. Just know he got the fatty, fatty boomba, okay? But I could now, try. What, what do you yeah. need to know? What do you want to know? We're just curious. How, what, what's the financials of the deal? It was a five-year deal, five right? Five-year deal. Okay, let so me see what I can So, here's what I've seen based on OutKick. He is to be paid more than the $12.5 million a year. He was reportedly offered to stay at Michigan, but he's going to earn less than the $18 million that was initially floated when he began his talks with the Chargers. So anywhere from between $12.5 to $18 million a year. Like I said, fatty, fatty, boomba. Now, uh, he, before 
inking the deal with the Chargers when he was still kicking the tires on returning to Michigan. He was trying to work out a situation with his contract to where, from a clause standpoint, he would have super, super low buyouts just in case he did want to jettison from Michigan at any point. The team that would be signing him to be their head coach wouldn't have to pay very much. And also, he was trying to finagle his way around the NCAA sanctions that are going to be coming down at some point. He was trying to make himself Teflon to those had he stayed at Michigan. Obviously, none of that ended up working out. But because of that, I have the most unique contracts uh, or uh, contract clauses in sports history. They're pretty fun. Uh, But before I get to those, I just want to highlight a couple of things about Jim Harbaugh. One, if there is any sort of cross-section, like I think the happiest fan, the happiest sports fan in all of America today is the sports fan who claims Ohio State and the Buckeyes and also claims the Chargers. I don't know what percentage of sports fandom gets to that point where you are a Buckeyes fan and a Chargers fan, but I believe you, sir, to be the happiest sports fan in America today. Oh, yes. Just for today. Just to get rid of Harbaugh Michigan. He's featured three years in a row. Don't have to look at that face anymore. 100%. And we don't know the future of Michigan. I mean, they were struggling before he got there, and now what are you going to do? You're going to promote Sharon Moore, and maybe he ends up being good and carries on that legacy, but... But he, but he cries and stuff. There's some he does people, cry. Some people that are doubtful about so that. So I think that particular fan, however many few of them there are, those are the happiest fans in America what? today. And salute to all of you. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. What was our Charger lady? Charger lady was... You remember, oh, yeah. Remember she Charger, had been a Vikings lady. She was a Vikings lady. Okay. I was she, trying to, she could also easily be an Ohio State alum. I was wondering if she happened to be the Ohio... I, I, I thought maybe that she... I, th- I thought she was a kind of a Midwestern lady. Yep. And yeah. so I was thinking she was maybe she's, than move. it takes a weird deal to be a Buckeye fan and a yeah. Charger fan, but there's yeah. a couple of them floating around yeah, and they're I, having I, a, a they're just having an awesome day. Yeah, I thought Charger fan lady was that maybe. You went to a Rose Bowl in the '90s and you're like, man, I really like that LA. Let's move there. And then they get the Chargers. Boom, got to be at least a couple dozen. Of those. <laughs> okay, nailed it. Okay, now uh, the other thing about Jim Harbaugh. Here's some sound. But Jim Harbaugh met his wife Sarah uh, at when he was the head coach of San Diego, the the university. Yeah. He was their football coach uh, and. And he met her in the parking lot of a P.F. Chang's in 2006, just uh, shortly before he jettisoned over to Stanford to be their head coach. Take it away, Real HBO Sports and Jim Harbaugh. I met her at a restaurant, and Sarah was there getting takeout. And when I saw her getting takeout and leaving, then I went up to her and, and uh, asked if I could meet her. A total stranger. Yeah. That you just saw at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So she said, sure, you can meet me. And, and she gave me her phone number. And. I didn't believe her at first. I didn't believe that was, I thought it was one of those fake numbers she was giving me. But I called her and multiple times, hmm. like nine, nine times before she You called her nine call. times. Yeah. You were determined. You were not going to lose out on this woman. I could tell she was a winner all the way. Hmm. And he could tell she was a winner all the way because reportedly she ordered the Mongo beef. And that's all he needed to know. She's my girl forever. Maybe some lettuce wraps. Those uh, things are damn good there, too. Kudos to him. That's confidence. That's old school. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just walking right up and just being, hey, here's the deal. I'd like to get to know you. Uh, so salute Jim Harbaugh for that. But th- there's so many things I want to get to right now. But what am I seeing on my screen here, Walchuk? Yeah, the Falcons have a new head coach, and it's not Bill Belichick. Okay, it's got to be, uh, you know, is it Ben Johnson? Is it uh, Bobby Slowick? Is it Mike Vrabel? Dan Quinn coming? No. Maybe Dan Quinn going back? The Falcons are bringing a coach back, uh, but they're hiring Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris as wow. their new head coach, according to Adam Schefter. 
He was once their interim head coach. He now gets the full-time job, and now that means Bill Belichick. Where is he going to be coaching, if at all? I think he's out of football now. I think he's out of football. I really do. For good? Well, out of football this year at least. You know, we'll see if he gets back in. Hey, can we get him to be our DC if 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 Quinn yes. leaves? Yes. <laughs> in fact, actually, Dan, Bill. Sorry, Bill, you're in. He can be a DC any day of the week. That that right there is uh, that, honestly that's that's shocking. Yeah, really, really stunning. Is. Yeah, I, I will say this though. I think this was what I think what this is what happened, and I, and I'll poke around. I'm sure Lombardi will know what's going on with this thing, but the. I, my thought is, first thought is that there's enough people in that organization that rallied against hiring Bill Belichick that, that went against Arthur Blank and said, boss, you can't do this. You can't do this. You look at, look at what they've done, you know, look what they've done in personnel. Look what they've done, you know. It would I, disrupt I, our entire workplace. Well, I, you have hundreds of people here who need to be comfortable. That, you know, I mean, win or lose, has been so successful Dawson, and won so yeah. many Dawson, games. You're, you're, you're doing that, and you're, yeah, but you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. That that that's where we've become, and Be, that's because all become. these guys are making so much money, it doesn't matter if they lose. They don't have to look at people and say, "I'm sorry, I have games to win. I got to hire this coach." Yeah, everybody's fine if we just go 500. I there are people in that organization right now that they put their jobs on the line. Saying that that it lose your organization. Yeah, that we will if we if you hire Bill Belichick, we'll all walk. And Arthur Blank probably didn't want to deal with that right now. And so, but there's people that I I guarantee you though, if they don't have success, they're going to clean house, and it'll be Arthur Blank will get rid of every single person that stood up against Bill Belichick in that Well, hey, you get, a, you get a quarterback, you could win with Raheem Morris. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's the worst hire. Well, Raheem Morris is a good yeah. defensive coordinator, that's for sure. He was the head coach once with Tampa Bay, and that did not go well. No. So, I mean, hey. He I, can I, snag somebody off that coaching tree to run the offense. As the offense. And if he there. does that, that's his most important hire, no doubt. Yeah. But, I it, I mean, this is, is putting. Zach Robinson? Was yeah, that a guy Zach that Robinson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he is put in a very difficult situation because if you don't have immediate success and your fan base knows man we had two interviews with bill belichick we could have brought him in could have brought harbaugh in too yeah two they, they with, wanted to yeah. harbaugh decided he wanted the charger job yeah. i mean is there no chance that bill you know kicked the tires on this thing and said nah, i think i'm good here that could be you know yeah, he just wanted to get flown out he wanted to get the well, the instagram it, model you know what fly me to your yacht mr blank send me to antigua you know what he i need to have, circle back i got a couple more questions for you yeah. he does you like get, beach vacation spots you know what? bring that bird back good to point. my place good point there eric because he might have interviewed the atlanta the atlanta situation he might have been interviewing them and like you guys are not I, there's no way we can win here yeah you. There's no way. He's like, I got, I got 16 games. I got to yeah. win here. I got Don yeah. Shuler records to break here. Yeah. I'm not doing it with a with a falcon over I'm over my house chest. And everybody else wet their pants. I I, I would be willing to let not go the good of the Don Shula the thing. Way. I don't I don't need the Don Shula thing. I got he, I got more rings. If does, you're Bill, you know yeah. you know why you know why he's carrying the Don Shula thing? Because Don Shula dissed him. No, Don Shula came out with the whole when when they got caught on the cheating situation and blasted the Patriot organization. Oh, high-horsed him a little he, bit. He did. He high-horsed uh, him, and, and Belichick a guy. never I, I forgot that. that. Never forgot that. Yeah, Don. divisional opponent. Yeah, no doubt. He hates the Patriots. Yeah. I can understand that. That's that's football rivalries. Uh, we'll save the contract clauses. Uh, it is good, and you will be excited about it, but um, I will just uh, put a bow on Harbaugh here. Uh, I mean, this is this is probably going to end up working out extremely well for for Herbert. I'm excited to see what the play calling situation looks like. We'll see what Kellen Moore ends up doing. But I mean, when you look at the track record for Harbaugh, uh, his first major coaching gig, he was the Raiders quarterbacks coach for two years. 
And uh, he made the quarterbacks better. Rich Gannon, career year, MVP uh, in Oakland in 2002 when Harbaugh was his quarterback's coach. He made Josh Johnson someone capable of being a longtime NFL backup. He, of course, had Andrew Luck at Stanford. He revitalized the career of Alex Smith in San Francisco when he was sort of left for dead. All of a sudden, Alex Smith is, you know, hey, you're a solid, capable quarterback here. Uh, and then uh, J- now J.J. McCarthy yeah, he's a really good coach. is J.J. McCarthy going to yes. end up being a first round pick? It's I mean, perhaps possible. if right. not, he's a second rounder. But either way, that's probably better than what I would have thought. He did a great job with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We, Blake Corum will. I said this day on the draft show. Blake Corum will be the running back in, for the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, they're going to move on. Third round. Heck yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, Chiefs. Love it. Uh, top 10's coming up at 420. The C-Note is next. Can we actually take stock of the positive developments from this Cowboys season, or are we still too bitter? It's next in the G-Bag Nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 